Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Blair Witch Project Bill Grummer. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. Oh like my goodness, guys. As always, our intros it's not are... It's Masters thing. Yes. It's, it's not me. Well, it's kind of you. It's... It's kind of well, it's in my area. It's in my general area. I'll, I'll agree with that. Oh sure. my gosh! And now you sound yeah. Bill's on his phone now, and now Bill sounds like he's down on the hall phone. talking from us. But uh, what's <laughs> what's up, dude? Oh, you know, I just try to roll through everything as calm and as cool as collected as I could possibly be. And you just gotta roll with it, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, how was your uh, how was your Father's Day? Happy Father's Day, by the way. Oh, happy Father's Day to you. It was good. We went to the in-laws. Uh, they live about my my wife's parents about 20, 30 minutes from us. So it's always nice to go out there. Brought the kids. They got a swimming pool. Nice. Um, kids are getting more comfortable in the water, which is cool. We're about to take a, a like a family trip to Turks and Caicos in like two weeks. So it's uh. What, what did you call it? Turks and Caicos. Where's that? It's like a, I don't know, some Caribbean island. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's very nice. This is the third year we'll be doing it. Um, we do it like every two years, like a family reunion type deal that my grandparents set up. Yeah. And so we want the kids to, this is our first time bringing the kids. So it's no longer a vacation. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The first two years, it was great. It was like me and my wife, like one year we had just gotten married and we found out that uh, we, our house like that we bid on, we got accepted. So we found out we we're getting a house on our first trip. The second trip, my brothers brought like their eldest child and we didn't bring ours. And we were like, no, this is a vacation. And now... The parents and the, uh, the grandparents have guilted us <laughs> into bringing both of our kids of four and two to this beautiful place, of which now it has become a trip and not a vacation. Yeah, I was going to say that's called active recovery. Yes, yes. So um, yeah. our goal is to get through it with uh, with little fights as possible <laughs> <laughs> oh good luck on that one thank you how about yours how was your your father's day uh it was good um you know we've talked a lot about uh you know getting your kids ready to swim and how important that is and all that kind of stuff and uh i love the fact that you know you're getting your kids in the water early and getting them through that having to get underwater thing right away. Yes, man. Um, because if you don't do it early, then it is like pulling teeth the rest of the time. And um, that was kind of what happened with my youngest daughter. Um, you know, different parenting styles, obviously. And uh, between me and her mom, and I would have wanted to be like, okay, get the kid to the instructor so that they can put them underwater because that's what they're supposed to do, and they'll cry, and they'll get used to it, and it'll all be forgotten, and everything will be great. But um, when that doesn't happen, then they have this this uh, this. I don't want to say distrust of the water, but they just don't want to go under. They it's yeah. uncomfortable. So because it's uncomfortable, it's like oh, we don't need to go underwater, so that's okay. So she hasn't gone underwater at all. I mean, unless it was an accident. Um, I got her a mask and everything because just with the water in the nose and in the eyes and all that stuff. But I, yeah. I got her a mask last year. She never used it. Her mom <laughs> got her a mask like last week and she went underwater for the first time and had fun at one of the, the local pools. And then 
she was all excited to want to show me how she can go underwater. Oh, cool. And since then, we have been in the water. So we were probably in the water at our pool for six and a half hours total over Father's Day weekend. Wow. And uh, it was amazing. And what's crazy is she's very comfortable going under. But now she has to learn the part that, like, it's not just going underwater. She wants to go down and get all the, the uh, you know, the, the, the rings and the, the little torpedoes yeah. and to the bottom of the yeah. pool and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's one thing to go down. It's a whole other thing to remember that you have to come back up. And knowing <laughs> that that limit of, like, cool, I'm swimming. It's almost in my green. It's almost, I can almost reach it. I can almost, if I just wait a little longer, I can reach it. Now you reach it and you look up and you're like six feet below the yeah, water. Yeah. And so doing the whole like dad thing where you're right there, where as far as she knows, she's doing it all by herself, but I'm giving a little help off the bottom to make sure she gets up to the top quickly kind of thing. Um, but dude, it's been so fun. The second thing going to water, God, it is so fun. Man. It is like exponential jump from, Sweet, we get the splash too. Dude, we're playing Marco Polo. Yes. We're going to have water gun fights. We're like torpedoing underwater to see how far we can fly. <laughs> That's so like, cool. Like all the cool stuff. So we had a blast. That's awesome. Blast. I hope oh, we get and, there soon. I hope we get there and soon. And I had Dave Castro sub by my gym. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's I'm saying, right. Just saying. Alyssa, to your question, uh, it was how old did I start my getting my kids in the pool? It was as soon as humanly possible. Yeah. Or or like um, legal. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know how soon, but as soon as I could get my kids in the water, I wanted to. And, and like Bill uh, is saying, is like when. And I tell this to my son because he's a little hesitant because we we he was super into the water. Like we got him about I want to say twelve or thirteen months in. Yeah. And that kid would like I had to keep him out of the water from jumping in without me paying attention. I I could put him underwater like he was fearless. And then COVID hit, and then he lost it. Ugh. So we we brought it back. So my you know my son's four, my daughter's two. Blake, my daughter, fearless. Like this weekend, it took everything to just be like you have to stay in the raft. And she didn't want her floaties on, so. You know, you like throw them onto the raft, which was super fun, and she was loving it. And then she just like hop out of the raft. I'm like, shit, I gotta. Go. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. So um, it was really cool. But yes, talk about before we start bragging on um, the semifinals programming. Dave Castro visited your affiliate this weekend. Yeah. Um, bragging on. Um, oh hey. These semifinals. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm cutting. You chatting down. on YouTube? Uh, <laughs> well, I want to be able to talk to everyone too. Um, okay. I had to be able to see all the, all the comments and stuff. Um, yeah. So he hit me up. He's like, I, I dropped him a note and I, you know, when he came back and everything, I, I, I just said, Hey man, I congrats. Glad you're back. Um, we're really excited to have you back, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and he hit me back and he's like, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, Hey, um, I'd like to come down to your place and do one of those affiliate meetings that I'm doing at these gyms. And I'm like, Cool. When do you want to do it? And he's like, oh, I was thinking this Saturday. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Father's Day fucking weekend. Cool, cool, uh, like, cool. Oh, okay. I, I go, tell me what you need. We'll make it happen. So right. he invited all the uh, owners in the um, in the area that anywhere from Paso Robles to Santa Barbara. So, I mean, it's a good long distance for, for the Central Coast area up here. And we had probably, I don't know, 12, maybe 12-ish 12 people show up, uh, owners and stuff like that. And 
it was really cool because what he wanted to do and what I really appreciated was he's like, hey, I'm I'm here to talk with you guys, mm -hmm. but I'm here to listen to you guys. So I want you to tell me where we are. Where is HQ with you guys? How are you feeling about this? What do you like about that? What don't you like? What do you want us to do? What, you, what don't you want us to do? And it was like there was no like agenda or itinerary. Cool. It was just talk. And it was really, it was really cool. He was very um, forthright with mm. where we are and what he wants to do and what, you know, what information he wants to bring back to, to HQ and be like, hey, um, you know, our, the higher ups need, they need to hear this stuff because a lot of them aren't affiliate owners. They've all worked in CrossFit or they've done something with CrossFit or whatever, but they, they aren't they aren't affiliate owners and, and it's easy to talk in theoretics. Yeah. But it's different when you're on the floor. Yeah. It's easy to say. And like one of the biggest questions was, you know, why the, the affiliate question is why should I pay to keep the name? And so there was a lot of good discussion about, mm. you know, why should I pay to keep the name CrossFit? I guess the most common question with most affiliate owners. hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, the answers that HQ would give would be the answers that's coming from a non-affiliated person. So it's hard for them. They're, they're kind of trying to answer that question in a vacuum. So I like the fact that they're coming to us and it's like him saying, well, okay, why are you, why do you decide to keep it? Mm. There's a lot of gyms that don't. Even David said, he's like, he's like, Bill, you could, you could drop cross it the name right now and you would, you'd, be doing just as fine as you are like yeah. why keep it and i said i you know we talked about why and and i mean it's very it's very uh unique being uh, not unique it's very interesting being a purist it's been around since like the the old days of crossfit and riding and rolling off of those old school phrases that we did constantly very functional movements on a high intensity moving large loads, long distances quickly, stronger people are hard to kill. Um, I mean, all of those things I go, you know, we haven't, there hasn't been any of those phrases that we can use since those, but that's what I live on. So mm -hmm. no matter what CrossFit does, I feel that way, that methodology, that, that mindset. And no matter what, no matter what, I don't care if people say that it's dangerous, it's deadly, it gives you rhabdo, it's racist, it's whatever. That name attached to Inferno brings us out of the group with the rest of the gyms that are out there. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. So it was it was a good talk. It was really it was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I'm I'm hope that he wants to come to Dallas and I can do the same thing. That'd be really neat to be uh, yeah. to be a part of and, and to. Just to listen in on that, <clears throat> I listened in on the podcast he did with Savan. Yeah. I thought it was, um, I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was so great to just kind of hear him talk about how much it meant to him in a hurtful sense of getting fired the way he was, the games getting stripped away from him, and that was very. A, a different side of Dave we don't normally get to see if ever of something that was really bothering him and him to talk about it. 
Yeah. I thought that was very, um, I don't know if special is the right word because that implies something positive. Um, it's around a, a negative <coughs> situation for himself, but I don't know, not, not a lot of people get to see that. The, uh, a slight human element of Dave Castro rather than well, he, the he caricature. Has such a yeah, he has such a persona outside of, you know, who he actually is. Mm -hmm. um, and nobody really knows who that person is. You know, it, it's hard to see. So, like, when he was talking about, you know, are you going to go to the game? You know, Stephon was like, are you going to go to the games? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Could you do it? If you were Dave Castro, could you could you show up to no. the CrossFit Games no. having it been taken away from you after no. – Everything that he put into it, no, I couldn't either. It, it would be, it would be like, it would be like, you know, trying to go like you're, you're, you're married, and they cut you, and then they want you to come to their wedding. It's like ah, like like really like six months after the fact, you know what right, I mean? Right, like, ah, yeah. Hey, no, our no. fifteen year relationship is over six months later, but you're invited to the wedding. Yeah, I'm like what? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't listened to it, if you guys are watching this show live, I guarantee you have. It's, you know, you guys have all, all been a, a big part of this online community here for podcasts, um, no matter which one you watch through. I really like Dave's um, Week in Review. Those have been really cool. Uh, the last one he did was really neat. He talked about his appearance on the podcast. He talked about you um, and going to your affiliate. <clears throat> but uh, that was really special. Speaking of special, I don't know what I'm going to do with this yet. But I have something made up for Dave. And if um, I feel like the people watching this show on YouTube. So if you guys join us live on YouTube, don't look at Bill's screen right now because it's, <laughs> it's all over the place. <laughs> But you guys joining us live on YouTube, you're a very special group to us because you get to roll with us live time in person and comment. Therefore, we get to share special things with you. And I'm going to screen share a shirt that I made out of a request of unknown people who designed this shirt. And I'm going to throw it up here real quick. Uh, Y'all just let us know what you think about it. I like it. <laughs> it's a Castro shirt, but it's the, um, I don't know. I, I don't know who put this up. I can't remember who put this up, but uh, it's a Castro shirt. And I, I think it's modified. It's mocked up on the, um, from the machete movie. Who was that? Who is that actor? Um, but it says Castro on the front, and it has him. This it's like a movie poster. And on the back it says Dave is back with Dave Castro El Patron. Hold on. <laughs> on the front. So if you guys are watching this, we uh, someone asked us to make this. Therefore, we reached out. We reached out to our buddies. I don't know what happened. I got a phone call, and then all of a sudden I can't hear anything. Oh, Stand by. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just talking. I'm gonna mute Bill until he's ready. <laughs> Danny Trejo, that's right, Patrick. Danny Trejo. So yeah, they asked us to put this together, and we hit up our buddies at Sherpa Works, 
Ken, Ken uh, hooked us up. And so we don't know what to do with this yet. I still have yet to get it actually cleared by Dave to sell this. But, you know, the games are coming up. We may be at the games, both of us. Uh, I mean, both of us as in Bill and I. So we'll see. We'll see. We need a shirt. <laughs> Stefan Myers, we need a shirt of Chase on the Throne of Rowers. <laughs> I think we need to clean up that design a little bit if we're going to have a Chase on the Throne of Rowers. The, so the soapbox throne of rowers. But, um, but yeah, we put this little shirt together, and I don't know what to do with it yet. So we shall see as we wait for Bill to come back in. You all fixed or what? Jesus. Oh, welcome to the shit show, everyone. Who wrote the cry? Who's, who put that up there? CrossFit book, yes. The CrossFit book put this out there. And may or may not reach out to us and our ability to create kick-ass things for a community. Speaking of, Bill, can you hear me? Or are you still being a technical idiot over there? I'm going to take your silence as a yes. Uh, well, I'll turn Bill's camera off. Chase, 120. Oh, thank you, Mark. Yes, I posted yesterday. I redid a time trial for a 500-meter row. Bill, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Because we can hear you. You cell phone. Anyway, when Bill's ready, he'll let me know. Did a uh, time trial. And did a 120.7, which is a PR for me. And as I turn 40 in November, I'm pretty proud of that. I've been wanting to break 121 for a very, very, very long time. Um, and that was really cool. It hurt really bad. Hinshaw would be proud. I would hope so. That'd be pretty cool if he thought that was, uh, he thought that was good. But um, 500 meter suck. There's nothing worse than 1,000 meter, though. I'm going to say, like, I did a 1,000-meter time trial legitimate my first six months of CrossFit. Not even that. Six months of CrossFit, and I went to 256.5, and I cried in the corner of my affiliate for probably 10 minutes afterwards. That's how bad it hurt. I had no idea. Actually, I was so new to CrossFit that I PR'd my 500-meter on the way out in the thousand. And as soon as I realized that I PR'd my 500 way out, I knew I had made a huge mistake. Patrick Anderson, 2K row is the most painful workout. I've done a 2K. I mean, I've done all of them. I consider myself a decent rower. 1K was by far the worst. Two, 2K sucked for a longer amount of time, but it did not, for me, for me, did not hurt as bad as oh that 1k did richard briggs that's me after every workout <laughs> uh yeah Alyssa, 2k sucks but the pain of a 1k and that's why when they did the week one uh crossfit games or not the week one the first stage of the crossfit games with the 1K time trial is one of the events that I was like, that is the most dick move I've ever seen Dave do as a program. And then freaking Roman Karenikov goes out and rows a 148, which is absolutely insane. 
<laughs> Travis, rowing sucks, period. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, let's see if this master's idiot has figured out his cell phone. Is that a yes? I can hear you now. Okay. That's a good <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. You're, you're dumbass now. Dude. Oh, leaving in the trenches taking grenades, John. It's all right. We handled it beautifully. Absolutely. Everyone is at the expense of your um, your masters-ness. But. <laughs> so, yeah, so you guys like the shirts? We'll do something with it. What's up, Bruce? We'll do something with it. All right. We are here for something different than obviously talking about Dave. But uh, if you guys haven't listened to the Savan podcast, please do. We're in the works of trying to get Dave on our podcast as well, which will uh, – Savan asked all the, the great questions so we can just um, – talk about other things <laughs> or follow up with ones but we are here to talk about the programming i want to ask questions where he goes uh yeah so stop using the, the friend comment um because we're gonna be i was like Ooh. yeah i was like let me Ooh. get that uh, <laughs> i was so, like okay okay associate <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm like oh roger that roger okay. that we're not we're not friends okay yes Got it. Are you on your computer again? No, I'm not. Okay. You're on your cell phone? I'm on my cell phone. Your choppy it's the cell phone. It's set up, but don't bug me. I'm going to uh, fix it afterwards. Savan. Savan does a good job of, of talking about the show. He usually does a good job of giving a shit on the show, but at least he'll mention us by name. Totally. Um, all right. So we are here to rank the programming. I can hear you tapping on your computer. Are you tapping on your computer? Bill? Jesus. <laughs> I'm not touching anything. Oh, Hold this on, is so terrible. <laughs> We're going to rank the programming of the semifinals 1 through 10. Bill and I have not shared each other's lists. What's the cockeyed puppy look you have going on? I'm trying to listen to hear if there's that, that crackling. I do hear that crackling through your phone. Why? I don't know, bro. Do you guys hear us okay? You just let us know. For those of you guys listening on the podcast and not watching this. <laughs> Jesus. Whatever. Oh. She's not wrong. Whoa. She's not wrong. All right. Well, we can't do a podcast when you can't actually talk. So. Dude, it's one time. <laughs> No, now you sound good. Don't touch anything. You sound great. All right, we are going to go one through ten. We're going to go one through ten. Run out of. Don't do that. Don't start that. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Um, I don't. Basically, ranking the programming from semifinal to semifinal. And I've decided that I have a clear one and I have a clear ten, and everything else in between is just a mess. I don't know what yours is like. Um, I thought it would be really easy to put this together. It was not. No. Even Not even remotely close. <laughs> okay, good, because maybe we can just collectively rank bottom up. Or do you just want to go your 10 and we'll go my 10? Uh, I, I, Corey, I do, do you I really think I, I have a baritone voice? Because I do not think I have a baritone voice at all. It's always interesting to hear your own voice. Because... I feel like I sound like a prepubescent teenager when I listen to myself talk. It's the, it's the absolute worst. 
The absolute <laughs> worst. All right, do you want to just go 10, 10, 9, 9, work our way up to the top? One for one? It would be, it How do you would want to be do this? easier for me to start at the top, I think. Ooh. Really? I figured the yeah. lead up. What's the best? All right, I can try to go from the bottom. I can try to go from the bottom. Or do you not have right. anything figured out? Um, are you going to make me start? No, I can start. Okay. All right, let me pull up. Uh, let me pull up the events that you can maybe see. I like how it writes at the title here. It is, let's see. First off, it has workouts that I already hate. Workout details, workout details. But in the bottom, it says events. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's the. <laughs> yeah. God, what am I trying to say? What a shit show. Good goodness. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You have workouts at the top, but everything's called events, and then Lord. Okay. My number 10 is going to be the Far East Throwdown. Oh. That was my number 10. My reasons for putting it at the bottom was because there they are. You guys see these okay? The there was never, there were some events that I liked. The, the snatch one that they had with the double unders and handstand walks, I liked that one. It was a fun strength test, and it was the only event that had like a dual strength event. The chipper was poorly assembled. The final event was one of the worst ones of all semifinals, in my opinion. And the first one was okay, but we also said it's like all the pulling in the world. So I thought from top to bottom, that was probably the least, I don't know, not my favorite. We'll just say that. That's, uh, that's my number 10, the Far East Throwdown. What was so, your number 10? Well, uh, okay, so I misunderstood what you were wanting to power rank. So I I'm pro power ranking the entire semifinal. Well, programming. I, I thought I thought um, since we already gave the the thumbs up or thumbs down or the element twenty six thumb tape grading, I thought you were like, okay, let's power rank the events. So the I events. went through the events, like and rank and rank the events from ten, well, sort of ten to one. Not not the competitions, but the uh. events themselves. Um, but what I did was I took two events that I liked from each, from each competition mm. and then I picked it from that. So I had, um, Oh, whatever it was, 20. I'm just ranking 20. the overall programming against each other. Uh, I'm going to, uh, all right. See what okay. I'm saying? No, no, no. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. This is our best podcast ever. By far. <laughs> By far. I'm, I'm ranking uh, the programming no, no, no. overall. This, this because this, You know what? Screw it. I, I think it'll be okay to do this. Yeah. You, you give your rank of the overall events. I'm going to give my rankings of the individual events. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Competitions. Competitions. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Bill worked really hard on this list, too. It's just the wrong list. Yeah. Because well, I, I just <laughs> thought we already did it with the thumb tape but that's fine that's yes okay. but that's we gave bad. them their individual ones we didn't rank them against each other no 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 you're right right you're right that's fine 
All right. Okay, so that's your 10. I'm going to give you my number 10 workout. Ah, okay. Okay. Workout or so event? So I went through all of the events of all of the sim of all of the semifinals. Looked at every single one. Oh, wow. Went and I picked two events from each one that I liked, none of which I will say was a rope climb event or a lifting complex. Um, but I went through everyone else's events and um, my bottom one. So there were, there was a lot, just like we said, there were a lot of really, really cool events that mm -hmm. maybe not have stuck together very well. Um, we talked, we've said how that's kind of in the season up to this point anyway. And, and you know what? And actually, this this actually might be a good thing because when we go back and we reprogram the entire semifinals as standard yes. using their events, you can see so you can showcase how certain competitions showed whatever, and I can show the individual events and the niceness of those certain things. So uh, yeah, yeah. We're, they're getting a two for one on this one. So it actually yeah, two works for out in our favor. So I'm ranking the semifinals by programming, and you are and ranking your top ten events across events. all semifinals. Yes. All right, a two for. All right, so here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> uh, this is from the um, the syndicate. Event number six. Twenty one fifteen nine cow bike bar facing burpees thrusters. Strength and depth. Time count. Strength and depth. Or strength and depth. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, same thing as that. I like it. Um, I. It was hard. It was honestly. It was kind. Of, I, I felt very similar to when we tried to rank the games. Mm. It was easy to cut the first half, and also when you got down to the end, it was like, okay, why am I picking this one? And it, oh. the the reasons of why on a lot of these got really really difficult. Um, there are some because they're an absolutely appropriate event. There are some because it's like, ooh, that's really unique that they did that that way. Mm -hmm. And then there are some that are like. That is a really meaningful event, and I think this is one of those. This is what sort of capacity do you have? How bad do you want it to hurt? And do you really want to go there? I mean, the, this is this is your classic. You you should do it, but or you could do it, but should you do it? Like, how hard do you go? How bad do you want it? Yeah, I, I that was good. You know, I'd be curious is how many of your events were finals. Uh, I can tell you, actually. Yeah. I have, um... To, uh, do it at the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But just keep a little running tally, because there's a lot of, some of mine favorite as I look at it, when I just was going through these, I was like, man, I love the finals here, and I love your long one there. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> All right, my ninth semifinal was the fittest in Cape Town. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, fitness in Cape Town. Now, I like the swim. Um, some of the cool events that they had in there, the sevens, I thought that was a really, really cool event. Um, when you looked at their chipper, you know, it was 100 wall ball, 75 cal row. Like, the numbers were weird there. We did, a, again, a lot of grippy stuff, a lot of pulling stuff. I feel like there's a lot of redundancy over and over. Um but even though I have the seventh, you know, they're 27, 18, 9, like their, their final event was just like more pulling and dumbbell squat snatches and at a light weight. It was interesting. Um, yeah. But that sevens event, that was a great event. So their best event of the weekend, maybe I'll do that as I rank these. I would say it's individual event number three, the seven rounds, muscle-ups, bar-facing burpees, and deadlifts. But Fitness in Cape Town comes in at number nine for me. 
Uh, I really saw the sevens as like a, a games, uh, well, at least on the muscle up part, a game style event. Yeah. Um, the seven bar facing burpees I thought was kind of weird in there. Yeah. Um, I see why like they can mother. be in there. Yeah. But, um, all right. What is your ninth um, favorite event? My number nine is going to be the, uh, from the Torian event five. It's the strongman one. Oh, the so uh, strongman Diane. The handstand push-ups, 21-15-9 with the 180-foot uh, who's felt bag, 180-foot kettlebell farmer carry, and then the 90-foot yoke. What I liked about that was, one, it was unique. I thought that that was a really cool event to showcase into the games because that's something that you would see in the games. Mm -hmm. We've seen that like with Strongman's Fear and some of the other events like that. You don't usually get to see um, real unique pieces of equipment at that level. You usually see the, the crazy stuff at the game. So I thought that was a, a good test. I mean, if you're going to be putting people in the games to do those kind of tests, why not test them into the, in that sort of a field, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. So I really liked that one. I thought it was interesting. I liked the way it was set up. Um, the strict deficit handstand push-ups. I mean, they were legit handstand push-up. There was legit depth, and I I think if that event would have been in other semifinals, what that would have done to the field. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I like that. Uh, I like that judgment so. of an event too. Is how that test would have manifested across other semifinals with different demographics. The more we talk about this, the the more I really hope we go back almost <laughs> we go back to the old regional format in both <clears throat> in both demographic of like separating athletes and, and standardized programming. I I will never stray from that. I think it's cool that you have these other little flavors. Yeah. But like to the core, I think that if you are trying to send this this if you understand what you are testing for to get the right people there, you can't have all of these. I'm testing A, B, and C over here on these athletes to qualify, and I'm testing X, Y, and Z with these athletes over here to qualify. And then you have X, Y, and Z and A, B, and C competing, but they may maybe they shouldn't even be there to begin with. They just happen to be good at a certain setup. So I, I think that that's hard. Yeah, but which would be another topic of conversation. We'll we'll uh, we'll bring that back. 100%. All right, uh, ten nine eight. Number eight for me is going to be the syndicate crown. Now, this was one of those where I liked all the events because it's like, hey, this one's long. This one's got machines. This one doesn't have barbells, <laughs> like yeah. things like that. However, aside from the events being cool by themselves. Um, there was a lot of machine work and triplets of all the same style events of when you, when you want a diverse breadth of programming, there was a lot of the same things, even though we're not saying they're the same exact events, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yes, Sousa, bring back regionals. What's up, bro? <laughs> great, great, uh, great podcast with. Lauren Khalil. She's awesome. She's awesome. If you guys didn't see that earlier, Savon went live with Lauren Khalil with Morning Chalk Up. Cool chick. 
Super cool chick. Um, the, yeah. And, and the naming of the thing, like King Kong 2.0, that was annoying. Jackie style, like, okay. There's a lot of repeats within the repeats. Um, <laughs> but, uh, again, it was one of those, like, I like all the events individually as a collection. I have that as my number eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number eight is going to be, uh, this will be a final event from the Mac. So the turbo tunnel, mm. the, uh, eight ring, mu 18 ring muscle ups, 15 front squats, 205, 145, 12 bar muscle ups, nine shoulder to overhead, 165, 115, and the 45 foot overhead lunge. Mm. Um, relatively fast has that overhead lunge. Anytime you have that, that's going to be a nice dramatic finish. Um, I like the number setup for it. I thought the weights were um, appropriate to push you into, all right, I really need to hold on to this bar as long as I want to. I don't have to come back to it. I just got to go through it one time. So make them, like you got, you got to, you have to basically empty the tank in each one of those pieces um, to race it. I, I, like the fact that there's, you know, the ring muscle up and then the bar muscle up. I thought that was a really cool jump. And it, it equals up to that 30, that 30 muscle up. Yeah. It's always kind of been that, that gold standard. So I like that setup with that. Um, front squats, kind of tie your legs out. And then that shoulder stability with the uh, the 165 after all of the pressing out on the ring muscle ups and the, the bar muscle. So I, I thought it was a really, really fun one. Um, I thought... You know, if you would have made it rounds of or if you would have cut it in half and had them go a couple different times or even made like the lunge a little bit longer, I don't think that the pressure to move as fast and ride the red line as hard would have been present. So I like the fact that it puts a, it forces you, and I think we said this on a couple other of the finals, it forces you to go all in on the event. And we saw that that needed to happen at the Mac for some athletes. So um, I thought I thought that was a good one. That was a great finish too for for the the final. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> um, let's see. So what am I on number seven? Yeah, seven. I'm bringing up Granite Games. Their intro reverse Fran was cool. It definitely played out way cooler on on the field than it did on paper. They have, again, three of their events, the Minnesota mashup that just like reverse Karen with other movements was super cool. The speed chipper with the snatches and chest bar pull-ups and shuttle runs. And then endure the sled is probably my favorite long endurance test across all semifinals. But when I look at putting them together, and that's the thing, is like, okay, the Minnesota mashup, they had those single-arm overhead squats. Like, that was not a place to have another squatting movement. That was a miss. Um, and the other three, look, there's just – you have half of your events as chippers. And when you're putting together a test, there needs to be some variance on the style of event that you're testing. The Minnesota mashup is a giant chipper. The Endure the Sled is a giant chipper with 20-plus minute time frame. So right. you already have one of those, even though I love those tests. And then the Speed Chipper was actually a great, but it's a chipper. It's an, it's your third. So half of your events are chippers. 
So I'll put that down in seventh. Again, I did like all the individual pieces. We've had this discussion multiple times since the beginning of the Open, but that will come in as number seven for me. Yeah, I actually, uh, my number seven is the Minnesota mashup. Oh, I, nice. I like how it's set up. Um, you know, we had a discussion about the uh, the dumbbell, um, the single arm dumbbell, but I, I with even with that in there, it's I like the way it's designed. I like the way that it played out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the way that it presented. I like what it actually tested for the athletes. There were really interesting strategies that it it forced the athlete to really understand who they are to where they were going to make their push. And it was interesting, you know, listen to Brent Fikowski talk about this, like, okay, where is he going to decide to push? Where does he make his move? Here, you know, he, here he is a tall, long, lengthy, lank, lanky athlete. Right. And then you have someone like Mal O'Brien, who is the complete opposite of that, who has to decide where she's going to work her pieces to make her move. Um, and then the other athletes, like where they're going to play, just against them, you know, where do you, where do you roll the dice? Where do you, where do you go from damage control so that you can perform better where you can make your move? Where do you decide to make your move? And there's an element of it feeling kind of like a, uh, you know, a little kitchen sinkish ish uh, okay. with all the different pieces. Yeah. But I, I like the, the broken Karen in the middle of, of splitting that up and, and increasing as you get going. So I, I really liked what it was, you know, even though we had the, the discussion about the, the dumbbell stuff, but, and it was, and it was way cooler on paper too. Way oh, cooler. Yeah. And, I, and I'm still really shocked at how the clean and jerks went the way they went. I wouldn't have thought that at that, it, even though it's at the very end, you know, but it was impressive to see people like really having to work for it. Yeah. That was, um, <laughs> the, those dumbbells killed everybody. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number six. I'm putting in the Lowlands Throwdown from week one. Yes. And as I look at these, probably one of my favorite finals that they've had, that 40 and 32 Cal Echo Bike, the 20 and 16 Bar Muscle-Ups, and the 10 overhead squats at the end. I thought it was just a great final, and it forced athletes to be very good at the very end under some high-stress situation. Uh, the jigsaw event was pretty cool. The uh, Chester bar pull-ups, dumbbell thrusters, and the you know burpee box jump overs. Um, event five was just way over-programmed. Way over-programmed. The devil presses, the sandbag cleans. That was, uh, that was one you could have cut in half. Um, but overall, I thought it was, <clears throat> it was well put together. It was well-programmed. Um, no, nothing really that jumped off the page is like, say, inappropriate or, or bad combination. We just had a lot of good semifinals. And as I hit that, uh, that mid-tier, that 5-6 flip switch, I'm having Lowlands right there at number six. I like it. Um, event number one for Cape Town. Ah. I mean, you got to have swimming in there. And I like the way that they set this up. So you start off with the ski. Uh, thousand meter on ski, then five rounds of a hundred meter swim and twenty alternating bear hug slam ball lunges. Now I think that the alternating bear hug slam ball lunges is a little weird of a movement. Um, I mean, you're definitely going to feel it in the core, and, and I I understand kind of how it's being used. It, it's I think it's a little it's a little weird, but I like 
making you breathe hard and then having to put the athletes back in the water. Um, even in the games, that's only been done, what, two times? Where mm -hmm. there's been, like, where you're back in the water, you do some work, you're back in the water. There's once around the pier, 2014, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, with the dumb, with the, kettle, the kettlebell thrusters. And the burpees in the sand. Um, and yeah. then the muscle-up one, right? Oh, the, um, yes. The time they got back in the water for multiple times. Yes. Right. Yes. So... I think that, you know, we keep talking about how there's been this evolution of the different events, whether it, and, and I think probably handstand push-ups or handstand work is, is one of the easiest linear progressions that we've seen from can you do it to how fast can you do it to how long can you do it? Now can you do it over objects? Now can you do it racing-wise, whatever. Yeah. Um, with swimming, we've had them all swim, and we know that if they're going to go to the games, they have to swim. I like the idea of making the entry, the barrier to entry a little bit more dramatic to get the athletes to the game. So that when you have the fittest athletes in the world getting to whatever the swim piece is, it doesn't look like it's a junior high swim lesson class and you have a couple kids that have played Marco Polo since they're five and the other kids are just learning, you know, they just took their nose plugs off last week. Mm -hmm. Um and the hardest way to swim is not getting in and being like, let me just get through it. But now you have to do it when you're breathing hard. You got to get back in the water. You have to know how to be able to control yourself in the water, not just swim. But can you do that while you're racing, breathing hard with the lunges, getting back in the water again, having to control your breathing again? So I, I like that setup. I thought it was awesome. And I was really happy that they were able to do that. You know, we, we already had that discussion about... Um, if it's standardizing, like in the, in the North America, we couldn't do something like that. Cape right. Town, we very easily could do something like that. So I'm glad they did. I thought that was awesome. I love the event. I like that one. Definitely one I would want to do, but obviously I have a bias towards that. So, All right. We are cracking our top five. Coming in at number five for me is the Mac. I like the Mac programming. Again, it's the theme of the year is individual events that looked a lot of fun and then put them all together and how well did they fare. The midline sadness that they had with the GC sit-ups, handstand walks, and overhead squats with ascending weights probably was their best one of the weekend. I think it just tested a lot of different things in different ways, which was pretty cool to watch. The handstand walks got longer. The overhead squats got heavier. You had to control your midline and do two movements that required a lot of attention to detail and athletic proficiency. The final was super cool, watching those lunges from the beginning through the middle, and then obviously the races we got, the overhead lunges at the end. <clears throat> the middle two events, we'll say events four and event five. Event five is that hardcore parkour chipper which had the worthless bike to start, I think should have been removed <laughs> or <laughs> like, you know, that was a, a miss there. Um, I did like the, the Mac mile with the true form, the wall ball shots, the chest of our pull-ups, the torque tank, you know, whatever it is that you guys feel about that. Um, again, not, not bad at all, but just, uh, Breaking in the top five, the Mac overall, I thought, uh, was a robust test. I, f I feel like anyone that survived that test and got into the top five, um, you know, earned their way there, barring a mishap here and there, which athletes who didn't make it didn't make it because a programming deficiency. The athletes that didn't make it is because they had a deficiency deficiency. 
Um, yeah. Yes, yeah. Wad Zombie. I'll accept that damn torque tank. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Mac is uh, Mac is number five for me. Uh, my number five is going to be event number two from the strength and depth. The three rounds for time, 12 ring muscle-ups, 30 alternating pistols, nine hang power snatch. Um, oh, I like that, yeah. I love, again, that 30 ring muscle-up is always kind of the number. So this pushes you just past that mm -hmm. with 36 as a volume. Um, and it's not just a broken 36. It's you're having to hang on to the bar on the hang power snatch and then go into your ring muscle up. Um, you have the quote unquote break of the pistols, um, which allows you your, your upper half, your upper torso to really get that rest, that reprieve your grip and everything else, which forces you to have to go unbroken on the snatch and then really make something happen on the ring muscle. Up. So I like how that set up, um, rides. I love the movements. I think that it's important that we have pistols in a live competition rather than in a online competition. Yes. I think it's completely appropriate and should be done. Um, and I, I just, I just, it was, it was simple, but there were some really fun races because of how it was designed. And I think that it, it, uh, you know, you have you have your gymnastic, you have your weightlifting. I, I just think that it was a really it was a really fun and well programmed event. The numbers are perfect. I don't think it's over programmed. I don't think it's under programmed. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. the weights are great. So um, I really like it. That's my number five. That's my middle ground. I like that. I liked how some of the movements played off each other. Like, okay, we went from muscle ups to pistols. You're like, oh, what's the big deal? And then you go to the hang power snatch. You're like, oh crap. I yeah. see. <laughs> I see what you just did to me. And then you go back to the rings. You're like, son of a bitch. Now I'm stuck in this like vortex of <laughs> opposing well, yeah, movement it, patterns. So now I have to be good. Paper and you're like, oh, I got a break between the two. And it's like, no, you got to go back. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah. okay. I, I see the little hidden gem yeah. now. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, all right. We are moving in to the top four. And I got to make sure that I pull this up the right way. Now, I know some people don't agree with this, and that's okay. <laughs> but I'm putting the Atlas games in my top uh, number four. Okay. Um, on paper, I, it's really obvious to just look at this and be like, okay, oh, wait, that's the teams. There it is. Oh, there's Pat Vellner. <laughs> jacked. The jacked ghost, and you can't see any of his muscles because of his amazing chest hair. Oh, I see his chest hair. Um, it was uh, one of those that... When they, uh, we said this in our last podcast, when the events were coming out, we we're like, what is this? All the time frames look the same. And then you saw it unfold on the competition floor. And when you look at all the events on paper, there's, there's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing, nothing wow about it. But when you look at the events take place on the competition floor and how the competition stacked up against each other, this is very classically programmed. They didn't overdo it as far as, uniqueness in the movements i mean you got a toes to bar sandbag event you're like okay that's kind of blah but when you watch it take place like i see i see what the test did there you have that their chipper was great that's how you put an echo bike in a chipper not with a two mile yeah. buy-in but with you know a number of cows and the amount of volume of double unders and then making people be efficient with wall ball shots and on their hands the the ring muscle up chipper kind of like what you were just talking about the 30 ring muscle ups the burpees over the box and now you got a squat snatch heavy for multiple reps like that was a good test and the vent one buy-in where 
We thought the parallettes were absurdly high for the men. And then you look at it, he's like, no, I'm just absurdly terrible at, at these things. And the world has gotten better. And when you saw it unfold on the competition floor and who qualified out of it and how, I felt like it was a very good, solid program to earn a top four position on my top 10 list. That's good. Um, it was the craziest setup, I think, out of all of the events where it was not exciting on paper, but very exciting in real life. Yeah. Like the fact, the fact that it was that dramatic was really crazy. I thought, mm-hmm. um, all right, my number four, uh, I'm going to go the midline sadness. sadness. Oh yeah. Um, again, like I did, it was way cooler than I thought it would be. I didn't expect it to look as badass as it did. <laughs> I didn't expect the races. I didn't expect people to be failing the way that they failed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it really forced athletes to, if they wanted to compete, they really, they had, they had to roll the dice. They had to, they had to race the handstand walks. They had to push the GHDs. They really had to be smart on the overhead squats to not miss reps. There were so many no reps and I'm glad that there were, yeah, because that's appropriate, but that's the line you need to race that's the line you have to draw and you have to you have to really lean into if you want to draw that straight line. So I really I really liked how it was. I liked the stories that came out of it. Um, the GHDs it wasn't so many that it was like you got on and you're like, okay, we're gonna be here for four minutes and this is boring. Oh yeah. And we're not seeing anything. It was the bigger numbers were early so that the athletes could really race it. And they did like they were blowing through 50 GHCs. And I was like, damn, the way they were racing, that was pretty impressive. So, um, uh, I think it was an awesome event. I think it tested great. Uh, the way it pushed the athletes at the level that, that what they were was impressive. Yeah. It was cool. <clears throat> I like number that event. Four for me. Number four. All right. Number three. This is really got, now. I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm anxious to hear what you have. So this, like I said, it, in the matter of us talking, like the scribbling that I've been doing and like arrows and stuff going back and forth, <laughs> I am going to say the Torian Pro. Oh. So the Torian Pro gets my number three nod. Now, I initially had him in second, but I changed it. Um, part of the reason is like, like event one, this long chipper, an O to an old games event, which was super cool. The, um, the two minute deal. And we saw what Tia did with that, with the, the bike and the chest of pull-ups and the snatches and what she was able to do. The, again, you had a top 10 event with the, um, strongman Diane. I thought it was a very clever mashup of movements and their final was super cool. 1,000-meter row, 100 double-unders, and 10 deadlifts heavy, basically, you know, 185 kilos. So it's, like, cl- about right over 400 pounds or at. Um, the only reason I don't give them a top two nod that I originally had is when you look at four, five, and six, they're all very, very short time domains. Yeah. They had a lot of short, explosive time domains. Obviously, it wasn't fair to have Tia in there and making those time domains even shorter. I don't hold that <laughs> against them. But I like the programming overall. I thought it was a cool weekend, some unique programming like we saw. I like seeing an interval one where you have athletes march down the, 
the field. The the final was cool. They made a thousand meter row and a hundred double unders actually matter in a buy-in, a lot like Jackie, um, where if everybody's good at the pull-ups and thrusters, now you have to be fast on the row. So I thought that was a cool little test. Um, but overall, I give it, uh, it makes my top three. So the Torium Pro, top three. When did you switch it? Uh, about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it? Well, we'll find out which one. When you get to your number two, I, I, hope, we, I hope we find out like why. Like what was the catalyst that made the switch like where it went knocked it to the other side yeah oh, oh we can we'll, we'll yeah. find out we'll find out when we get to that one yes all right my number three um my number three is picked because you hear about this workout all the time and it has never been tested the way it was tested here and I thought it was, I mean, I just thought it was awesome that they did. Mm. Uh, Copasura, event number two, 100 thrusters, every two minutes do five ring muscle-ups. Oh, five, event five. Uh, was that five? Oh, event five, yeah. That, it was my number two, event five. Oh, got it, got it. Um, got it. Every two minutes, the five ring muscle-ups. It's that tweak on Kelsu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about, even though I said that I wish the weight would have been a little heavier because of in the competition, it, I think that they needed to have a little bit more weight. However, when I'm extracting all of these events and I look at this, it just is a really fucking cool event because when else have you ever had like a like this is like you only ever see this in a workout or a hero wad or something like that you don't see i mean they'll break it up like where you have to rest every two minutes if they do like a two 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 three kind of setup but you rarely do you see that on the minute you have now have to do x number x amount of work whatever that whatever that piece is i thought it was awesome that they put it together i thought it was awesome that they had the guts to put it in a competition yeah and run with that. Um, I really like the event a lot. I thought yeah. it was super cool that they put it in there. So that's my number three. Number three. I like that was a good event. I really do like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Let the controversy begin. Oh, man. Here we go. My number two. I'm actually putting strength and depth as my number two. The reason is it's a lot of the same lines as the Atlas games where... It doesn't have to be sexy to be effective as long as the test accomplishes the purpose of the test, and it's to find the fittest five. Event one, which was a triple threes like that, is like, okay, if we have two repeats already, are we repeating a third? Whether or not we like the creativity has no bearing on the um, effectiveness of the program. So that was a long endurance test. The Kettlebell deadlift, handstand walk, box jump over, toes to bar chipper is a great chipper. It has a lot of different things testing, a lot of compounding effects. The deadlifts into the handstand walk, your grip smoked on both of those. You start doing your box jumps. That makes toes to bar harder, which makes everything else behind it much more difficult. Time frame, again, that 15-minute time frame. Um, in event six, a great finale test. The only thing I wish they did was give them um, – oh, yeah, I'll do a little – recap before we get to the very end um 
A great finale. 21-15-9, Echobite Cows, bar-facing burpees, and thrusters, regardless of how they had the burpee standard there, if we just look at the events themselves. Um, the only thing I wish they did was extend the time cap a bit more um, so that everybody got to just get their teeth kicked in <laughs> <laughs> by that. But when you look at the tests across, there's good balance here. They've got, they went long. The, like you said, the ring muscle up one in event two. The 12, I like that number, it's just, side, just outside 10, which is what people are comfortable with. So that's a unique factor. The, the sneakiness of the pistols and combling that with the muscle-ups to make the hang power snatch is really the big deciding factor if you just had, if your fitness was in check, right? Yeah. The ones that did bad had shitty muscle-ups. But if you want to see where the race was won, it came down to being efficient on the muscle up so it doesn't overpower like your your upper body pulling strength for the snatches and vice versa and then the pistols in between just screwing up everything. Um, so overall, at, I think it's just a solid, solidly programmed event, top to bottom. So what was the kicker? The time frames on Torium Pro at the end. Uh, they see three events that were all within like two minutes of each other, back to back to okay. back. That was really okay. it. I'm just looking at the overall balance of every modality um, in there. I like the events probably more in Torium Pro overall, but the way it's assembled and the time modalities and the like, the way it was all balanced, I, I gave the nod to strength and depth. Okay. Uh, and that's legit, too. I think that... Um... Could I have done two, three, and have been totally fine with this and slept at night? Yes. Yeah. Totally. I just had a feeling. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do like the fact, and, and I think it's more of the, I don't want to say the OCD-ness, but it, it definitely does lay out better here, even though I really like the way the touring was set up with the, I feel that they really tested the level of athletes that are supposed to be going to the games. Yes. You I know? Agree. And that's, you're right. That's what makes it really hard. So, um, that's a good choice. That's yeah. that, can, that really honestly could go either way. Yeah. And that's, really you good. know, I flipped a coin in the middle of this podcast while you're messing with your, <laughs> while you're messing into your phone and it landed on heads. So we well, had a lot of extra time. To do that, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to flip the coin a few times now. <laughs> Best out of seven. Um, all right. My number two, uh, event number three from the Atlas from the Atlas games, the 30 ring muscle ups, 25 burpees over the box, 15 squat snatches. Um, it's not a sexy event. I don't think, but having those numbers, those weights, which I thought was good. I, I love the fact that they made it 205 and 145. I think that that was super important when you get, when you have guys, you know, like Jeff that is so strong and Pat that is, that are, they're so strong. 205 looked like they had to think about it. Yeah. And that was, that's exactly what you want that to be. If they get out there and they're, they're, they're touching going 205, then I, then the things leading up to that didn't do it, what it needed to do. And it was really interesting watching, like, okay, how fast should they decide to do the ring muscle-ups? Do they go unbroken or do they not go unbroken? Um, where are they on the on the um, burpee box jump-overs? Uh, 
it's interesting. I, I, I play a little bit with the numbers like, okay, should the squat snatches have been 20 since we had 30, 25 and then whatever, or maybe go a little higher on the boxes and do like what they did in the games where it's at 36 inch where you have to, you can go, you know, two hands on it kind of thing. And like Dukes of Hazard style over the top of the box kind of deal. Um, but regardless of the, all of those pieces, I think that that was a, to me, a very classic regional style event that qualifies the right people to get to the games that we've seen year after year after year in the regional uh, um, era. So when I think of these semifinals and who, you know, the job that they have and the people that they're supposed to be qualifying forward, this is a very classic event that we would have seen back in 2016, 2018. So I really like what it is. I think it's exactly what it needs to be and do. And they aren't trying to get all fancy or anything like that. They're just doing what they need to do. And it was a, I, I thought it was awesome. It was a great event. I agree. That was a really, that was a really cool event. Yeah. All right. We come down to our number one. Someone asked me to recap my 10 to two. Not that there's a surprise of what number one's going to be. All right. So 10 to one. Far East Throwdown, 10. At number nine, Fittis in Cape Town, eight, Syndicate Crown, seven, Granite Games, six, Lowlands Throwdown, fifth, Mid Atlantic Challenge, fourth, Atlas Games, third, Torium Pro, second, in Strength and Depth, which comes to my favorite programmed semifinal, and that is Copa Sur. Man, Dang. Copa Sur is my number one. For a variety of reasons, one, I mean, this isn't like a programming analysis statement, but all these tests just looked super fun. Super fun as like if I were an athlete competing in this event, you have the sprint chipper to start things off with the heavy wall ball shots, chest of bar pull-ups, double unders, and then devs at the end. That is just a classic, almost a classic regional event one. It's like, yeah. we're going to hit it hard. It's very exciting. We're not going to lull you to sleep with, you know, like a triple threes. And as we move into event two, we got a games callback event that has swimming in it, a run, swim, run, which is when you're vetting a field to go to the CrossFit games, I think it's really cool to have swimming in there. Now, should you have it in one of six events? Well, depending on how you put it in there, you shouldn't have a dedicated swim event, but, you know, 2,000 meter run on both ends there's a, there's a bit of a balance there. Chase is moving to Brazil. It's not the worst place in the world. <laughs> um, event set, second day was the standardized ones. As you said, that you had your, your top three, the thrusters at 95 and 65 every two minutes, the ring muscle-ups, a cool twist on Cal Sue, lighter weight, which means more intensity as they navigate through that. And then event five, the finale of the knockout rounds, back and forth like that was just a super exciting cool way to round it out and when you look at the test overall there was uh, a, a lot of fun events a lot of cool tests I, I'm guessing Barclay Dale is from Australia because he does not like my picks Copasur's final three events average a finish time within five minutes Torian was seven well, no, because the final event was rounds and knockout rounds, so that's wrong. Event four was the standardized event, so that's wrong. Event five, yes, it's a five. We're a Torium Pro 
all three were their own program ones. Had nothing to do with that. So add another sub five minute to your total and get over your Australianness because I put it in third. <laughs> Dale. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> it's still top three. Still top three. But Copa Sur, top to bottom, I thought it was a great test. And one of those where this would be exciting to go to and watch take place. This would be exciting to do as an athlete. And I can't, there's, there's nothing in here that I can take away from other than like, Oh, could the, like we said, when we analyze this, like, okay, can you throw 50 extra double unders there and then add the weight on thrusters just to change the, the stimulus a little yeah. bit? Sure. But when you, when you look at this test, I thought they did a great job. It was very exciting programming from the, on the outside I'll run, I'll run, <laughs> I'll run this gym in Rio. <clears throat> but um, I thought it was cool. I thought it, I thought it was very cool. It was my number one. The only thing that I feel bad is that we didn't get to watch this as a uh, worldwide audience that it and other events that didn't get the same coverage all deserved. That's a that's a unique pick, man. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I... I don't know if I would have thought you would have picked that as, as number one. Um, that's interesting that you did. I, I agree with everything you said. And the fact that we didn't get to see it, like we know, you know with Atlas games, you know, you picked it because of what it looked like when you saw it. Yeah. Like if, if, if we didn't get to see it, if we saw Brazil, but we didn't get to see Atlas games, I wonder if the choices would have been different. You know True. what I mean? Like, yeah. Atlas like, oh, that's boring. And eh, that's boring. <laughs> that's boring. But you watched it, it was a lot of good stuff. So I, you're right. I would have loved to have seen the Kelsu version, um, some video of that. I didn't, I didn't see any video of it. I, I mean, I, I guess we're, we're I tuned really in a few listen. times, and it was just, you know, it was tough. Yeah, but, like, pieces are always going to be hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's a good pick. I, I like that, too. Super fun. Um, and I don't, I don't know if like the exoticness of Brazil adds to it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I did, I did like the, like the, the videos that I did see where they're all outside and stuff like that. Just, that looked rad. Yeah. You know, the environment so, was cool. The, um, the coolest thing that was there, and this is, has nothing to do with my pick at all was when they announced the second place qualifier on the men and like everyone went crazy for him competitors yeah. went crazy yeah. for him. That was cool. Yeah, there's a lot of fired upness for sure. Um, okay. All right, your number one event of the weekend or our four weeks, one. Bill. This is coming out of Lowlands. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the reason I picked it was because uh, as we have grown, as we've come from like the games where the two, 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 three interval style has been discovered on how that really does have a interesting effect on the athletes as they have to perform. We use it in training. We know what it feels like in training, but to see it unfold in a competitive uh, scenario has been really, really fun. Whether it was that, whether it was the, um, uh, what was it called at the games in Aromas? The, uh, they had the pool and the GHD and the uh <sighs> Slam ball. <laughs> oh yes, um, that event, whatever that yeah, one yeah. was, the like, interval, swim interval, one. like that. 
um, I think are, are really unique. The way they designed this particular event, I thought was, it was a very ingenious way to get the people placing. Mm. Um, and it was event number three called Jigsaw. Ah. Where you had two minutes and 30 seconds to do 27 chest bar pull-ups, 27 dumbbell thrusters, and then max burpee box jump overs. That's your number. Minute yeah. rest. Two minutes to do 21-21 max burpee bump, uh, box jump overs. One minute rest. 130 to get 15-15 max bo uh, box jump overs. One minute rest and then 9-9 nine, nine, uh, max box jump overs. That is one of the most like fun, destructive, uh, blood tasting in your throat events that we, that I think that we've seen here um, next to the cow bike power snacks that we saw in the games uh, a couple years ago. Same kind of deal. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you. How bad do you want to go? Like, yeah, you get the rest, and it's almost worse that you get rest. Yeah. Because these athletes are in shape, so they're going to recover, which means they just got to go fucking faster now. And, um, I mean, they they could have even they could have done this even as a final, just to oh. have them all push oh. at the end. But I love the event, man. Like when I when I was going through it, that was the first one that popped out at me. First one, I loved everything about it. Super cool. I'm surprised that's your your number one. Not really? in a negative way, yeah. What do you think I would have picked? What did you think I would have picked? <clears throat> when, well, when you said Lowlands, I thought you were going to say their final. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it was on my list. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, what would I have thought you were? The the Calsu one you had in your top three. Yeah. I thought that would be a, that's a top three one that I thought the the overhead squat one from yeah. Mac is it Mac yeah, or yeah 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 um, that was that was on my list too it was I mean I know that was in your top ten see that's what was so hard that's why when I was going this way and you said you know it was hard is this I'm like no dude it was hard was well yeah dude. all these things yeah <laughs> out there. and it ends up getting very um, there's a subjectiveness to it. Uh, especially the way I was doing it this way, because it wasn't looking at like how they all connected. Yeah. The way you looked at the individual competitions and how they all fit together, the way I looked at individual pieces, and then we're going to go back yeah. and reprogram um, <laughs> something heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it should, there should be something heavy, but it's okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but it'll be interesting now that, you know, everyone has heard our individual and why we like this event and how it was set up this way and that way and how you saw the pieces be put together. Now take those two tools yeah. and retool the whole thing to come up with our standardized regional slash semifinal, you know, competition. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's there were a lot, I mean, I, it's, it is by far the weirdest season where we have had so many complaints about the competitions Mm -hmm. And so much love for individual events that we've looked at. We're like, dude, that event is amazing. Right. You know, like that, like that's a, that, that's a diamond that you're picking out of the rough right there. 
So even if we retool everything, the weird thing is that like we could take a lot of these really good events. I think, it would be uh, interesting to see if we could make it work to where they can get programmed appropriately. Yeah. You know, where we have everything together. You know what I mean? Without making any changes. Without making our well, we gotta add another fifty double under. Right. It's gotta be as written. Yeah. So okay. So our next episode. Do you want to do the Thursday? Because we got to talk last chance qualifiers next week. Yeah. The events get released on Monday. So the last chance qualifiers coming up. Events get released on Monday. We'll see if, I don't know what our schedules are on Monday. Okay. Or when they get released. Who knows? Early or late. Never on time. Shots fired. Yeah, it's been both. It's been never the one it's supposed to be. Um, We are going to take all the events from all the semifinals. And then Bill and I are going to standardize... Basically, pick our six of the litter, which is going to be interesting because, as you said, you have your top ten list. But if you took six of those top ten, it probably won't work because of like we're just looking at it one by one. Now, how does this move yeah. with this? How does this compare with that? Like that's going to be very interesting. And yes, it's going to be very hard not to tinker, but that defeats the purpose if we just that makes it way too easy. Like oh well, just change this, this, and we're the best. Yeah, like, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, so. No, can't use the standardized. Ooh, so no, uh, take those out. Yeah, can't use this. Can't use the standardized ones. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> is uh, is court, dude? I I'm gonna see if I can figure it. I'm gonna see if I can figure out the URL. Oh my god. Bill, Bill can't I mean, I actually can't turn, like, sign into his. On, <laughs> but I know the hack the system. <laughs> Bill can't turn his computer on for a podcast, <laughs> but he can hack the CrossFit Games website and leak the last chance qualifier. That's events. when you know your security is really low. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure everybody's out there. Yes, everyone's homework by Thursday is to try to find out what the last chance qualifier events are going to be. Uh, we'll be back here on Thursday, which we'll have our standardized events across all semifinals. Bill will pick his six. I'll pick my six. And then we'll sit back and show you why all the semifinals should be standardized for a various amount of reasons. And we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, that's our top ten. Uh, thank you guys for rolling with us. I know it was a shaky start, but we got the job done and just shows my how... Bad. Shows how cool you guys are to just suffer through technical <laughs> difficulties and listening to me blab about pretty much nothing. And before we leave, if you guys join the party late, we'll throw this t-shirt design up one more time. Who knows? Who knows what we'll do with this? Hmm. But there it is. It's made. It's designed. And it's so hmm. cool. It is cool. It's so cool. That let's see if I can blow this up. This Castro thing. The dis, the the distressed letters. That's cool. Yeah. That is neat. We'll see. We'll see if Dave approves of that. <laughs> it's all good until you start using people's names. Thanks, Wad Zombie. Thanks, Wad Zombie. Who knows? We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll make this a thing. All right, gang. Thanks for rolling with us. We appreciate your patience and your interaction. As always, on Thursday, we'll be live again. Maybe bring your six events you guys would like to collectively put together as we go through ours. But until then, have a great rest of your week. See you Thursday. Bye, guys. <laughs>